Hi, and welcome to the Hire to Thrive podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about retention, but more specifically, we're going to be talking about how retention starts with the hiring process. If you're waiting to think about retention until after your caregiver is hired, or once they're close to that 45-day, 90-day, or even later, you are waiting too long to think about retention and be intentional about retaining your caregivers. So today we're going to talk about some different ways you can begin working on retention before your caregiver is ever hired. Welcome to the Hire to Thrive podcast, where home care hiring is reimagined. I'm your host, Rachel Gartner, founder and CEO of CareWork. We're on a mission to help you hire and retain more high-quality caregivers so that you can serve your community better. Since 2018, we've helped our partner agencies hire thousands of caregivers. If your agency needs more hires to thrive, you're in the right place. All right, let's dig in. So obviously, retention is crucial for your agency. We don't want people spinning their wheels with hiring and then having what we would call a hole in the bucket. You know, you're trying to fill a bucket and there's a big hole at the bottom. No matter how much water you put in there, it's not going to be sustainable. So will you always need to be recruiting? Yes. And will you always need to have an accounting for turnover and plan for that? Yes. But We don't want you to have just an empty bottom of the bucket. You know, you're putting water in there. There's nothing at the bottom. It's going straight through. You want to have a real plan for retention. And I love that as an industry, we are talking about this and there are so many great resources out there to help. So I just want to add to that today with a few considerations about how to improve your retention. But we're going to be focusing on hiring today. So if you don't know at CareWork, we do all of the first part of hiring for our clients. We run their ads, we do all the calling, texting, screening, scheduling interviews, our orientations for our clients, really everything up until the point that a qualified caregiver walks in the door. So that's where the majority of my expertise is. How do you find more applicants? How do you get more of your applicants to actually show up as qualified working caregivers? But one of the biggest things that we discuss with our clients is how to build a caregiver-first process and make sure that your process is actually bringing in high-quality caregivers who are likely to stick around. If we are hiring for you all day long, but you're not keeping them, it's not going to help grow your agency. This is a big thing we talk about when agencies already have an in-house recruiter is, well, how is care work going to help me scale? I already have a recruiter doing all of those things. And the answer is always, we want your recruiter and your team to have more time to focus on the caregivers who do show up and less time with all of the work it takes to get them there so that you can be more focused on retention. So even though we don't directly work on retention, we advise on retention all the time and specifically how you can have a hiring process that gets you great caregivers that want to stick around. So today we're going to talk about a couple of ways you can make sure that your hiring process is getting you caregivers that stick, stick around, stay working there. Now, if you caught our last episode, we talked about hiring bonuses and sign-on incentives. So we had some great information that's relevant there as well. But today let's talk about your hiring process. What are you doing in the hiring process that might be getting you caregivers that stick around and where you might be accidentally turning away caregivers that are really high quality. 
Sometimes when we are a little bit jaded about recruiting or kind of focused on the lowest common denominator in recruiting, we don't realize that we're beginning to communicate that we don't expect much of caregivers. And what that will do is it will actually drive away the exact caregivers that you do want to hire. So how do we fix that? Well, the first thing you want to focus on is having positive and professional communication. So like I said, some people get jaded over time and they begin to have these really subtle but important ways that their communication says, I don't expect caregivers to be professional. I don't expect you to show up. I don't expect you to be responsible. And they don't mean to say that. They wouldn't say that out loud, but they send emails that have, you know, maybe in bright red letters, do not come if you don't have your paperwork. What is that saying if a caregiver gets that email? It's saying, we're having this problem a lot and caregivers are a problem for us. Don't waste my time. That is not going to attract the highest quality caregivers. It's not going to build that warm relationship that we want to be building throughout the recruiting process. Or maybe on the phone screen, you're just very rushed. Do you have this? Do you have this? Okay, great. Well, I'm going to schedule you for this time. Are you going to show up if I schedule you? I've heard people do this and I get it. You schedule a lot of interviews that don't show up. But when you begin to communicate that, if a high quality caregiver hears that, It may not directly stop them from showing up, but it's definitely not building trust that this is a great place to work. And so you're subtly tailoring your recruiting process and your communications to the people you actually don't want to hire, the people that maybe are a little bit flaky or not as committed. That's who you're tailoring your process to because you've just gotten burnt out or jaded or whatever it is over time. And so then your hiring process is all speaking to that type of caregiver, actually. And it's not what you mean to do. And I know it's not what you mean to do, but I see it all the time. So positive and professional communication. This means you are going to talk to every caregiver like they are the exact caregiver you want to hire. You know that they are going to come work at your agency and they are going to stick around a long time. So this would be things like, I am so excited to meet with you. Your experience is great. I can't wait to have you a part of our agency. Really kind of almost over the top. But a good way to execute this is to have templates for all of your emails and text messages that are all written really warm and friendly. And if you're having trouble telling whether or not this is the case, I want you to sit down and write an interview invitation or another template that you're going to be working with and imagine you were writing this to your dream caregiver. You have just done a phone screen with them or you're about to do a phone screen with them and they are fantastic and you have hired someone like them before and they were an amazing caregiver and they stuck around for years and you just know that this person's going to be like that. Have that person in mind when you're writing your templates. Have that person in mind when you're on the phone doing a phone screen. Like this is the person that is going to stay with you for years because what it will do is it will help shape your tone in written and in verbal communication by imagining that, by really visualizing that. And I know maybe that sounds a little bit woo-woo to some of you, but I'm telling you your communication 
is so nuanced. And so if you are writing these emails from a time that you are frustrated, or maybe you've been having a bunch of people not show up and you're irritated, and so you sit down to edit your interview invitation, it's going to have a totally different tone than if you sit down to write your interview invitation and you think about the most amazing caregiver that you want to hire and how you would appeal to them. It's going to change your tone to be so warm. And are there going to be a lot of caregivers who get that, that don't show up? I mean, probably it is a fact of life, but that's not the point. The point is that you are writing communication that really appeals and builds trust with the kind of caregiver you do want to hire, that that is who you are gearing all of your communication towards. Very positive, very professional. And that means that your templates are going to naturally appeal to those people. Other people are going to get them, sure but you're going to write towards the caregiver that you do want. And so from your entire hiring process, from your job ads to your phone screens, interview invitations, interview confirmations, orientation invitations, the paperwork that you're providing every single step of the way, I want you to go back through that and read it and think, who am I writing towards in this template? I want you to go through your phone screen. What questions do you ask and how do you ask them? Am I writing them assuming that I'm going to be talking to somebody that isn't very professional or write them as if my time is more valuable than theirs? That's a big part of this professionalism is are you writing it like, don't waste my time. Don't come if you don't have this. Don't bother scheduling this if you can't commit. Um, Those kinds of things are just really, they can be hard to catch for you. But for the person hearing it, if they're interviewing with a lot of agencies, those things stick out a lot. If they talk to one agency that's like, oh, your experience sounds amazing. You're exactly the kind of caregiver we want to be hiring. I can't wait to meet with you. Are there any questions you have for me? Is there anything you need from me to feel confident moving forward? Versus an agency that's like, Well, do you have everything in hand because it's not going to be useful? If you show up and you don't have it, we're not going to be able to move forward. So I want you to make sure you have this. Like, it just makes such a big difference. And those are kind of dramatic examples. But just trust me, there are nuanced things in there that you may be missing. The next thing I want you to check in your hiring process is that your career path is very clear and communicated. This is something that is going to apply to maybe only a few of your caregivers, the highest level of your career path, because the highest level of your career path might be something like, we are going to make you a manager. Or I know Clint and Jessica Nobles, they have great career path information that goes all the way to helping somebody open their own agency as a partner. That is an amazing career path. Are the majority of their caregivers going to make it through that entire process? Probably not, but the right ones can. So if you have a career path like that, don't wait to communicate that and just have it kind of behind the curtains as something that you tell people every now and then. A great way to hire with retention in mind is to have a clear career path and communicate it at every step of the process. So if you're a busy agency, like most are, maybe take just a little bit of time and make one PDF that shows like a roadmap, steps, ways you can advance with our agency, and have that be something that you are sending to every single caregiver when they schedule an interview. That is a little step 
that you just really invest the time in one time, make a good PDF, make sure it's getting sent to them when they schedule an interview, make sure that it is getting shared with them at the interview at orientation. Here's how caregivers can advance at our agency. If you have a staff member, somebody who was a caregiver, share their story if they're okay with it. Hey, Susie here started as a caregiver and now she's our office administrator and here's how long she worked here. You know, show different jobs that they could eventually move into. If you're a brand new agency, you might be thinking that you don't have all of these jobs, but I would argue that a brand new agency is the best agency to be doing this because you're kind of like a startup and that's very cool in our culture right now to say this is a brand new company and as we grow, there's going to be a ton of room for advancement. I would love for you to get in on the ground floor and help me build this agency. This is something that we've done at CareWork, even though we're a totally different type of company. We do recruiting. I was a recruiter before I started the company. And when I started the company, I was still doing a lot of the recruiting. Every single member of our leadership team from team leads, recruiting supervisors, customer success, operations, all of them started as a screener at CareWork. And it is so helpful to be able to show new hires There is room for advancement, and as we grow, we are promoting from within, and so every person you're going to be working with has done the job that you are doing now. That is so valuable, and communicating that to your caregivers in the hiring process, again, it's going to attract the kind of people that do stay, and then re-communicate it. Do intentional check-ins with your caregivers. Hey, you've hit six months. Let's talk about your career path. Where do you see yourself going, and how can I help you develop there? That is going to help you build a culture of future leaders, which will get you people that stick around. The last thing we're going to talk about is putting caregivers' needs first. So like I said, we're very big on the caregiver-first philosophy here at CareWork. It is essential. And so this means in all of your communication and your hiring process, you are putting the caregivers' needs first. You are making sure that the process is easy for them, that the next step is always clear, and that you're not asking them to invest a a ton of time and effort in your agency before they've been hired and before they know how much they want to work there. One great example of this from the Home Care CEO Forum, Jensen Jones and Stephen Tweed, I love this idea. Ask what take-home pay your potential hire needs each week, and then you have the math to show here's the average taxes in this area and what's going to be taken out of your check, so here's how many hours you would need to work, and to do that, here's a schedule that could work for you. So imagine if a caregiver walks in for an interview or orientation, and one of the first things you're doing with them is seeing what their need is for take-home pay, and then showing great We can make that happen for you. Here's how many hours you would need to work. And here's a schedule that can make that happen for you. That is a great example of putting the caregiver's needs first. And by doing that early in the process, you are demonstrating how much you care about them and that this is a job that is going to meet their needs. Because at the end of the day, the caregiver does not and should not care whether or not you're able to staff all your cases, whether or not you're able to meet your revenue goals or your profit goals or your growth goals. They care that they're able to meet their needs and the needs of their family. And so you want to be demonstrating from the beginning in your hiring process that you are aware of what they need and you're going to meet those needs. Some other great ways to do this are getting them through the hiring process faster and by making sure that they always know the next step, that they can get a job very quickly with you. You can get them working quickly because you understand they need to get working quickly to meet their needs. 
So there are a few different ways you can take retention into your hiring process by having very positive and professional communication, by having a clear and communicated career path, and by putting the caregiver's needs first at every step. This is going to help you attract the kind of caregivers that will stick with your agency and not have a philosophy of just working with anyone. Stick around on the Hire to Thrive podcast, and we will talk about many, many more ideas of how to get more applicants to get more people in the door so that you can be more particular about who you hire. Thanks for joining us today on the Hire to Thrive podcast. If your home care agency needs more hires to thrive, CareWork can help. Learn more today at carework.us.com.